all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Oh, experience and feelings. You ever uh, been in praise and worship in your church? And you felt so good. You experienced. You felt that you experienced the presence of God. You you worship. You we cried, and we felt so good. Everybody was hugging each other, and there was so much, uh, you know, passion and love. Felt so good that the Holy Spirit's presence was all around the church, just flowing in you. At least that's how we felt anyway. Is that feeling proof that the Holy Spirit's presence was around? Or is that proof that we are growing in the Lord? In other words, is feeling or experiencing something from the Lord proof that his word is true or not true? Or is this word working or not working? Let's talk about this in the next 13 minutes. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. Quick talk, baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, to all my world listeners around the world. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Real Talk. Let's get into this. I was, uh, I heard this, uh, in a, not interview, but I heard this before I listened to Truth Time Radio, one of my favorite teachers. I call him my mentor. We never met physically. Trey Searcy from Truth Time Radio. And I was listening to uh, this conversation he had on the line. And I heard this several times. And uh, I also spoke on this before in past uh, podcasts, longer versions. But I just want to hit it again for the ones that's just tuning into the show. In 12 minutes, <laughs> you know, and uh, kind of hard for me, but it's doable because I don't have another ch- any other choice now. But I was listening to this young man, young man, I don't know how old he was. So I call a lot of all men and women, young men and young ladies. OK. And the question was. He was asking Trey Sacy a question like this. Trey Sacy was talking about, you know, uh, a certain topic of experiencing the Holy Ghost and not relying on feelings and stuff like that. Something that I, I talk about as well. But this young man brung up that I guess he heard Trace Sister saying that for the first time and he kind of looked at it as are you saying that he wasn't disagreeing but he was kind of uh, confused about it. Are you saying that we cannot. We will not experience any feelings 
or experience of God. That is not the Holy Spirit won't have any of uh, the Holy Spirit. We won't feel the Holy Spirit no more or experience something like that, that he was saying. It had something to do with that. He was basing his experience with the Holy Spirit on feelings and experience. That's I can tell that by the questions he was asking. Also, I know that because of the church he was brought up in, Pentecostal church, which is the same type of church I was brought up in, a Pentecostal church, the same type of church. Trey Searcy also told him he was brought up in a Pentecostal church. What's involved with Pentecostal church? Feelings and experience. So he was kind of bothered about that. He probably just misunderstood what Trey was saying, that the Holy Spirit is not going to. That's a gift. See, that's a gift and that gift of feeling and experience. He was confused about that. What was going on here that I believe what was going on here? He was basing the infilling or the presence of the Holy Spirit by feelings and experience because he also mentioned because since he learned how to rightly divide. And for the ones that know what rightly divided mean, that that means, you know, you know how to rightly divide in dispensations, dispensationally, you know, it's two programs. OK, <clears throat> since he had been learning a lot from Trey Searcy, he feels dry. He has this dry feeling and I can comprehend what he's talking about. I know what he's talking about. He said he feels dry now. And Trey Searcy explained it to him, but I'm not going to get into all of that exactly like I would have said, you know, probably not as well versed or spoken as Trey. He's good at that with words. And uh, but the young man's issue that bothered him was. He could not really separate the difference between feeling the Holy Spirit. And not feeling the Holy Spirit. He thought because you didn't feel or experience, it seems like, you know, that that means the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit is not there. That's what I was getting out of that. And many uh, believers that learn how to rightly divide God's word or that's in, you will say, a non-charismatic or Pentecostal church. Are considered kind of dry and boring to Pentecostal church or charismatic type of followers. Why is that? Because majority of Pentecostals and not all, but the majority of Pentecostals and charismatic churches base most all the movement of the Holy Spirit on feelings or your experience. And the ones that grew up in a church like that uh, will agree. If you was, if or are if you are in a Pentecostal church now, most Pentecostal church does a lot of worship before the sermon. They give you a long story, or they do music that just get you all geared up, pumped up, and everything with feelings. They might do a fast song, and then they come with a slow song, which they consider is worship. You know, and most time worship ain't got nothing to do with music, but that's another teaching. And then they go into a slow song, which they call worship to just build you up. If it's not in your church, you see it on television, you see it on all this stuff to build you up. But the majority of the time, you're feeling good, you're feeling great. You know, you even at the end of the church, you're doing an altar call and then they play music and it's all about feelings and experience and stuff like that. You know, just imagine you leave that Pentecostal. Or charismatic gathering and go into uh, 
just say a church that don't play music or they don't believe in instruments. I'm just using this as an example. Or instruments. Or play a church that just teach the word of God. They don't dwell on music too much. They just teach the word of God. Let me just say that. And they don't have a big crowd. Now, I'm not saying all Pentecostal churches got big crowds and stuff like that. But I'm just using this as an example because I don't have much time. They don't have a big crowd. Okay. You will feel dry. Even though you're getting taught the word like it's supposed to be taught. You feel dry. Because what you have learned traditionally in your church without even knowing it. Your. Your. Uh, how should I say this? Your belief about being filled with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit is leading you was mainly dominated by what you felt. That's what it comes down to. I've been that done that, so I understand what this young man was talking about. Because brought up in a church of God in Christ, uh, a Pentecostal church, the majority of what I got out of the Pentecostal church was Worshiping and uh, learning how to worship, learning how to somewhat pray, learn if it's tongues, you, you, you somewhat learning that. It was emotional and feelings or a certain experience. More than I got the word. You understand what I'm saying? So therefore, if you just also all of a sudden transition to a church that's just teaching the word of God, rightly divided, I'm talking about sound doctrine, rightly dividing, you're going and you learning the truth. You feeling dry now? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this. The reason talk about my experience, you are feeling dry because you based everything on feelings and experience from the previous church you was attending. You're learning more word. You're learning common sense Bible teaching. You're learning how to rightly divide God's word. But something happens. You don't pray as much. I'm going to tell you why. And you not worshiping as much. But you're getting more revelation from God and don't even know it. Because you have been blinded and hoodwinked and bamboozled by the enemy that taught you within your church that proof of Holy Spirit. I ain't talking about tongues. The proof of the Holy Spirit's presence is how you feel. And there's nothing wrong with feelings. Don't get me wrong if the word is sound doctrine are lined up. There's nothing wrong with feelings. You can't deny feelings. But when you base everything on your feelings or your experience, that's when the dryness to you comes in. And that's what was going on with this young man. I really believe that because I've been there. You may have been there too. If you this is if you was brought up in a Pentecostal charismatic type of environment church and you wind up learning, you go into a grace church that's teaching sound doctrine, Pauline teaching, which is majority of the time you ain't gonna get a lot of music or a lot of shouting and dancing and stuff like that. You're just gonna get a Bible teaching just like in Paul's time. You didn't get all that stuff, music and all that. That was a lot of that was man-made. But my point is, it's hard. It's a hard transition because we was brought up to believe everything was about feelings and emotions, which was just as further, uh, uh, just as far from the truth. See, the confusion of the day of Pentecost and all that stuff is what started this stuff. Traditional man's belief. So I understand what this uh, young man was going through or why he asked those questions. OK, and he missed 
understood what Trey Searcy was saying. You know, Trey Searcy is not also only a good teacher, but he's very humble. He listens. He don't interrupt you and he listens. Something I have a hard time doing, I'm working on. But he's very humble and he listens, you know, because he been there, done that. He been there, done that. He understand it. That's why he explained to the man, yes, I was brought up in a Pentecostal church too. So he knows the young man was, now the young man was trying to explain, you know, the difference between United States and America Pentecostalism. I understand that. And he, he mentioned about uh, a lot of Pentecostal churches in America uh, is mostly oneness churches and stuff. Now, which is not true, but that's okay and everything. You know, you have a, a big conglomerate of oneness churches that don't believe in the triune, but the majority of the Pentecostal churches to me are, are you will call Trinitarians. They believe in the triune. Then you have that, that small church that believe in oneness, so I disagree with that on him on that. But anyway, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about, but I'm just in the little time that I got trying to give you an example. He was caught up just like me and Trey Searcy and maybe you too in that Pentecostal charismatic type of thing that the Holy, the Holy Spirit is not there if you don't feel him. Because we was coerced to believe that. I grew up in a church of God in Christ that told me if I never, if I'm not speaking in tongues because I'm not seeking the Holy Spirit strong enough. Never knowing that the Holy Spirit was already within me, but I had to seek him. See, you know, I had to call for the Holy Spirit. So I was brought up in the same thing. You are searching for the infilling and the presence of the Holy Spirit by feelings. The day of salvation, the Holy Spirit is sealed in the believer. I don't have time to teach you the difference, how the Holy Spirit works in different times in the programs. He don't work that way today. See, feelings have nothing to do with it. Not excluding feelings. But my point is, if you're ready to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit or waiting to speak in this language or glossolia or this crazy language or whatever like that. If you're waiting for the feeling or an experience, you're going to miss out on the real truth of what God's word is saying through the teachings of the Apostle Paul sound doctrine. You're just going to because you're going to feel that dryness, which I felt and that young man felt and not it. The prayer don't become as much. Why? Because you learn how to pray again the correct way. The way we used to pray was a everybody's prayer. Different verses in the Bible. We start making up our own train of prayers. We start putting verses and scriptures together from the Old Testament, from the Gospels to Paul's teaching, and we start mixing up. Therefore, we had longer prayers, which didn't mean none for the body of Christ today. But our prayers become shorter, and we have to learn how to just about do everything. Less praying and more getting submitted to what God is teaching us. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. I just wanted to get that out there. Love you all. Until next time, think on that or replay this and think on that. I'm not going to teach the whole thing because I've done it in a few podcasts past. You know, if you go back, you will find those teachings when I get real deep about feelings, the deceptions of being waiting on feelings and everything like that. God bless you. Love you all. Real Talk for today. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.